Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Start with a question, and I, I want you to kind of think about it a little bit. Don't, don't shout it out, but just to think. Amen. What do you want for Christmas? I mean, think about that right now. What, 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 what would you be thinking right now if that question came to you? And out of anything that you can get, what would you, not anybody else, but you want for Christmas? What, what, what would you ask for today? Come on, I want you to really think about that. Amen. And so as a, I, I go through the message, I want you to think about what you would want for Christmas. I read a story of a little boy in church who was bugging his parents for weeks, weeks before Christmas, of getting him a certain watch. And then finally his dad told him, if you mention that watch one more time, you're not going to get nothing. Well, one night during dinner, the little boy asked, hey, can he quote a scripture and pray for the meal? And the parents were surprised and happy and said, yeah, son, go, go ahead, go ahead, do that. So he quoted Mark chapter 13, 37 out of the King James Version. And so I say unto you and to say unto all, watch. <laughs> Some of you guys will get it back on the way home, amen, praise the Lord. <laughs> Today I want to minister on what are you looking for? This Christmas. What are you looking for this Christmas? See, we spend most of our Christmas season searching and we're, and we're looking for that perfect gift. Uh, we're looking for the bargains, of course, amen. Uh, we're searching for the right decorations. And sometimes we get so busy for Christmas that we don't get to really enjoy it to maybe that Christmas morning. I get to enjoy Christmas morning because I get to unwrap my favorite gift Every year, this gift is not found under the tree. It's in the refrigerator, and I unwrap a tamal every Christmas. Hallelujah. You see, people, many people at the very first Christmas miss Christmas because they were so busy looking for other things. The business community missed it. The, the innkeeper missed it. Even the religious people missed it. The only people that enjoyed the very first Christmas over 2,000 years ago were the people who were looking for it. It says in Luke chapter 2, verse 12, it says, This would be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in the manger. Verse 15 says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem. And see. Come on, they went to Bethlehem to, to see. They, they went to search. They went looking for the first Christmas and they found Jesus. And then the wise men found Jesus as well because they too were searching and looking for him the very first Christmas. 
In Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, it says this, that the wise men came from the east asking, where is the baby? We have come to worship him. The question is to you, what are you? Somebody say me. What are you looking for this Christmas? Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 says, if you, if you seek, you'll what? You'll find. Amen. Christmas is about looking. Christmas is about finding Christ and knowing about the gifts that the Father brings to us through Christ. It's about getting rooted. Somebody say rooted. Come on, we can't forget that, church. We, we, we got to get rooted, amen. So this Christmas, God wants you to look, listen, for three gifts. Amen. And if you seek and if you look for them, guess what? You'll find them. Amen. So are we gonna, we're going to go looking for some gifts this morning. Are you ready? Come on, somebody tell me, I'm ready. Somebody say, root it. Hallelujah. Somebody say, root, 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 root. Come on, hallelujah. So let's look for the first gift this morning. And like I said, if you seek, you'll find. Now, the thing is, where are we seeking? How are we looking for this gift? Like I said, I'm asking you a question this morning. I said, what would you want for Christmas? So if that was a question and I told you, go look for that gift, what would you be looking for? What would you get up to start looking for? What, what, what is the gift? Is, is it a sweater? Is it some shoes? Is it a car? Is it, is it a TV set at RC Willie's? Hallelujah. What, what is it that you'd be looking for this Christmas if you say, okay, go ahead, go look. What, where, where will you look at? What will you start looking at? So as we look this morning for the gift, we start to look and you got to start to get the, the mind of God. You got to say, okay, God, what is it that you want to give me is really the question. Amen. And so we start to look around. Can you look around your, do you see anything around you? Do you, you anybody? Not looking. <laughs> look around. Amen. Is there something under your chair? Is there something behind you? Do you see a box? Do you see anything here? I, I need some help, guys. Come on. Amen. Where? Oh, I, I, wait, 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 I see something. I found something. That's yours? Well, come over here. No, really? I want you to open it. You said it's yours. Come on, claim it. I want you to open that. Because the thing is, it's not only receiving the gift. Wait, wait, don't go walk away, girl. <laughs> You, you need to be right here. You need to face them. And you got to open. The thing you got to do in order to find out what it is, you got to do what? Open you got to open it, right? So open it. It's a box. Hallelujah. She wanted a box. No. Open inside. What, what is in there? Open the flap right here. Yeah. Come on. It's Christmas Day. Get all excited. What's inside there? Show it to them. Forgiveness. Come on. Can you use that gift? Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise, amen, for the first gift today. Come on, the first gift that God wants you to find today is forgiveness. 
Amen. Brother Edgar shared a message of forgiveness a couple of weeks ago at, at a Wednesday night plug-in and service at Recharge, and he did an awesome job in it. Amen. But listen, if you will find forgiveness, you will find it only if you seek for it. If you ask for it. Come on. Are you following me? Come on. Forgiveness is always a choice. You got to choose to say, I want to go find forgiveness. I, I got to choose for that. I want that in my life. Amen. Listen, for some of you to find, you got to find this gift for yourself. Some of you, listen, need to forgive you. Come on. Somebody say amen. Come on. We, we got, we got to let go of some things here. Amen. In Luke chapter two, verse 11, it says today, somebody say today, today your savior was born in the town of David. He is the Christ, the Lord. See the, the key word in this passage of scripture is savior. Today, your savior, somebody say my savior, your savior was born. The definition of savior is this. A person who saves someone from danger or destruction. One who brings salvation, deliverer, redeemer, rescuer, savior. Bottom line, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, how many know that Jesus is all that? Amen. He is all that. Amen. That's the one word. If you, if you put uh, definition of Savior, it's Jesus. Amen. Listen, church, Jesus didn't come to scare or intimidate us. He didn't come to condemn us, but he came to save us. Amen. The world needed a Savior. I needed a Savior. You, come on, somebody. Need, how many needed a savior in this place? Hallelujah. Come on. You got to, you see, sometimes you got to be reminded that you needed some saving. Amen. You got to be reminded of the first love where he saved you. He came into our lives and he saved us, church. John 3.17 says, for God did not save the, send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Why do we need a savior. Well, the Bible says that heaven is a perfect place. How many believe that? Come on, there's a perfect place, a place of no more pain, a place of no more problems, no more crying, no more death, no more headaches, amen, no more bills, hallelujah, no more backaches. Come on, somebody. Come on, it sounds pretty perfect to me, amen. And because of that, listen, church, only perfect people get in. I want you to I want you to follow me. Only perfect people came in. Let, let me ask you: If God let imperfect people into heaven, will they be perfect anymore? No, it's perfection. That means that you can't get in on your own. We got no chance on getting in on our own. Amen. That perfection, church, was lost back in the garden, thanks to Adam. And Eva, hallelujah. Come on. They blew it for us, amen. Come on. So God came up with a plan, and so what does he do? He sends a Savior. Come on, somebody. Come on. Somebody say, I got it now. <laughs> Come on. Send me a Savior. So let me say, you got to be thankful for the Savior. So we say, I, we get into heaven on someone else's perfection. Are you following me now? Come on. We are perfect in 
Christ. Hallelujah. So we're not perfect on our own. We can't get in on our own. We can't we can debit it in our own. We can't put it on credit. Can I get in on credit? Hallelujah. We can't charge it to get in. Come on, hallelujah. That's what we want to do. That's the easy way out. Can I just put it on my MasterCard and get into to heaven? Hallelujah. You, you can't do that. We can't get in our own. We need somebody else's perfection, and that perfection comes through a Savior, and that Savior's name is Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. That's the good news this morning. That is what Christmas is all about, that a Savior was born unto us. Come on, make it personal. Say, unto me. Come on, I, I needed a Savior. How many needed a Savior? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I needed some saving. Amen. I was drowning in the world. I was drowning in my mess. Amen. I needed a Savior. I read a Christmas card that said this. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need would have been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. Come on, somebody. So God sent a Savior. Come on, somebody. He sent a Savior unto us. A Savior was born. What that means to you and I that we say I, we can be forgiven this morning. Show them that, show them that, show them that box again. Come on. Come on. Show it. She's taking that home. She's taking that box home. Hallelujah. Come on. That, 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 that can be for you. He came to give us forgiveness. This is a gift that he wants you to find this morning. Amen. It's the most priceless gift that you can get for Christmas. Listen, a, a gift of a clear conscience. Come on, somebody. Come on. That you don't have to be looking behind all the time. Come on. How many want to live like that? Amen. Come on. You've been saved. Come on. We've been delivered. And some of you guys are still looking behind you. You guys still, you guys still get scared when you see red lights behind you. You start checking yourself. Do I got a warrant? What's going on? No, you've been cleared. Come on, somebody. You, you've been forgiven, amen. That's a, it's, it's a gift of a clear conscience, amen. Now, this gift cannot be found anywhere. You can't find it lining up at Best Buy on a Black Friday. You can't get it on Cyber Monday or even on Amazon. It can only be found in the Savior, Jesus Christ. And because of your Christmas, your past, somebody say, my past, is forgiven. Hallelujah. He comes and gives us this gift of forgiveness. Amen. He wipes it away. He throws us as far as the east is from the west. Amen. And you say, I, you get a brand new start. Isn't that great? Come on. We, we can get a, how many know that each time we gather is a brand new start? Come on. Even if you messed up yesterday, you can get a brand new start today. 
Come on, even if you said something wrong yesterday, you can get a brand new start today. Come on, because of God's forgiveness, church, amen, that is the good news that in the town of David, a Savior was born, amen. You don't have to look back anymore. You don't have to stay over there. You don't have to live back there anymore. You can move forward, listen, church, in forgiveness. Tell your neighbor, move forward. Come on. You can move forward. That is not you no more. Come on, don't look behind you and look at the person that was a mess up, a, a tore up, a, or, or couldn't control this, or, or couldn't hold on to this, or whatever it is. You can look behind there and say, I don't have to look behind there anymore. That person has been forgiven, amen. I can move forward in my life. I can move forward into the destiny that God has called me to. Come on, say, I've been forgiven. This is a gift that God wants you to find this morning, is forgiveness. You are forgiven. Isn't that great? That's a great gift that I'm forgiven. Come on, this, man, I am forgiven. Acts chapter 10, 43 says, all who believe in Jesus, we got any believers in the house, Come on, all who believe in Jesus will be forgiven of their sins through Jesus' name. See, the key word here is to believe. Come on, say, I believe. Oh, you don't believe. <laughs> Anybody, we got any believers in this house? I said, we got any believers in this house? Anybody believe that they've been forgiven? Anybody here been believe that they've been set free? Come on, that your debt has been paid in full. Come on. Come on, they can't throw that against you, hold that against you. God has forgiven you. And because my Savior has forgiven me, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. I'm forgiven. I said, I'm forgiven. And I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. He wants you to receive and find the gift of forgiveness this morning. So if you believe, then you can receive the gift of forgiveness. If you believe, come on, follow me, and receive, you can get this gift of forgiveness. All you got to do is believe. Don't, don't let the, the devil lie to you. Don't let your past lie to you. You are forgiven. Done. No questions. Don't put a question. I'm forgiven. Question mark. No. I'm forgiven. Exclamation point. I am forgiven. I came to the altar. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth. Come on, that he is Lord and Savior. He rose on that third day. He died for my sins. The blood that he, he shed on that cross washes away all my bad. Amen. I am forgiven. I can move forward. Tell your neighbors, move forward. You got to take steps, church. Not only you got you got to believe you're saved. You got to believe that you're forgiven. Come on, I know that there are circumstances around us that remind us of our past. Come on, somebody. Come on, because there are, there are reaping that we take from our past. But you know what? Yeah, I, I got to reap some, but I'm a forgiven person. <laughs> I, I can go forward into my destiny. I can go forward. I can get in to heaven on someone else's perfection. I can get in because Jesus, listen, vouches for you. Oh, I know, Cara. Bring her in. Right? You know Jesus. Jesus knows you. He says, bring her in. That's my daughter. Bring her in. Come on. 
Come on, girl. <laughs> Woo, I'm going in. Come on, you can, I, I, I can't get in, you know. I, I can't stand there that day, man, and stand there and say, well, don't you know who I am? I'm Pastor Art. <laughs> Let me in. No, I get in on his perfection because I'm imperfect. I fall short. There, there, there's nothing good inside. Even my righteousness, the Bible says, are filthy rags. So I need Christ's perfection in my life to get in. Come on, he comes and he forgives me of all my past. Can somebody say amen? But you have to believe. Do you know how to get Christ to save you? How do you get Christ to save you? Come on, you got to call out to him, and you have to admit that you need a Savior. Come on, people come to church thinking they're doing God a favor. Oh, okay, I accept him. No. you got to believe that you're a sinner. Hallelujah. That you're messed up, tore up, jacked up. Come on, and I need a Savior. Amen. I, I'm sinking here. I'm drowning. I'm dying here. I need a lifeguard. I need you to throw me out. I need Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, you got to admit that you need a Savior. Amen. See, that's the biggest problems that we face today. We're always trying to save ourselves. You're always trying to fix things in your life your way. Come on, thinking, I don't need any help. I don't need a Savior. I can fix and save myself. Amen. Come on, but you make it worse. Come on, somebody. So you have to admit that you need a Savior. Come on, that, that's the bottom line. I need Jesus. Somebody say, I need Jesus. Come on, I need Jesus. See, you will find forgiveness by admitting you need a Savior. Come to him this Christmas by looking and accepting and opening the gift that she just opened of forgiveness. Anyone here can find forgiveness if you seek for it. Let me let you in on a little heavy revy here this morning. By admitting by simply admitting you need a Savior, the gift of forgiveness will always find you. Come on, somebody. Let's seek the second gift. Nobody's seen a box by you? Are you sure? I know it's, I know they're here. I know it's here. Because God said he delivered it this morning. He delivered it this morning and he used Amazon to bring it. Amen. I don't know why. <laughs> he uses people. Well, there's an angel right here, so maybe the angel has. Oh, yeah. Who wants to open this gift? Come on. Come on. You want to fight for it? No. <laughs> Go! <laughs> no. Come on. Once you receive it, you got to what? You got to open it. Come on, let's see what's in there. You need help, Anna knows she's a pro now. <laughs> what is that? Show it. Peace of mind. Come on. How many can use that gift this morning? Hallelujah. That is yours to take home. Come on. The second gift, amen, that God wants you to find this morning is peace of mind. Come on. How many know that our mind can be, can lead us to all kinds of crazy stuff? We, we need a peace of mind because sometimes our minds are going 100 miles per hour, amen. They're going this way, worries, doubt, 
Everything comes right here in stores here. But God wants you to find the second gift of peace of mind. Amen. How many can use peace of mind in this place? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, I could have used it at the Raider game. Amen. I was losing my mind. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> I was losing it. Amen. But man, it says in Psalms 119, 165, those who love your teachings, those who love your teachings find true peace and nothing, listen, and nothing will defeat them. How many want peace of mind? Can you see, peace of mind, if we hold on to the teachings, if we stay rooted to the word of God, amen, nothing, no matter what comes against you, cannot defeat you because you have peace of mind. Amen. Peace is a word, amen, that the world uses a lot, but really don't have a, a true understanding to it. Our society don't have an idea what real peace of mind is all about, amen. The world thinks as long as there's no problems, as long as society is getting along, as long as the boat is not rocking, as long as mama's happy, hallelujah, everything's okay. But that's a false peace, church. Peace is not the presence of trouble. Or the absence of trouble is the presence of Christ. Let me say it again. Peace is not the absence of trouble. It's the presence of Christ. Peace of mind is a gift that God wants you to find this Christmas. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave, church. You see, many, for, for many here today or many in the world today, peace of mind means drinking until you're drunk enough not to feel the pain. Come on, for others, it's jumping from one relationship to the next, hoping that that somebody will fill in that void. Come on, for others, it's staying busy all the time that you don't have time to even think about anything. None of these things that I just read or, or said, these, none of these will bring you peace of mind, church. Real peace comes from having a relationship with Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, real peace comes knowing that no matter what I do, God will never stop loving me. Uh, real peace is knowing that no matter what happens, God is always with me, amen. Uh, real peace is living God's word and staying rooted, amen. Uh, real peace is teaching our children uh, God's word uh, as a foundation for life and then watching them grow and make a decision to live for Jesus. That is real peace. Can somebody say amen? Listen, I want to give you all here today three G's. Not $3,000. Come on, you guys are getting crazy. Three G's, line up. Line up for three G's. Hallelujah. Man, we, the, the church will go broke. Hallelujah. But I'm going to give you three G's today. Three G's. G's, listen. That will rob you from peace of mind. They are guilt, grief, and grudges. Those three right there, church, will rob you from peace of mind. Come on. If you, if you feel guilty all the time, it will rob you from peace. If there's grief in your life all the time, it will rob you from peace of mind. If you're holding on to grudges, it will rob you from having a peace of mind. Hold on to these three G's and don't let them come into your life, church, because they will rob you from peace of mind. Amen? Praise the Lord. Love His Word, live His Word, and you'll find peace of mind in your life. Come on. Just love the Word of God.
Come on, get into the Word of God. Let Him wake you up like He woke up uh, these two daughters here, amen, this morning, early in the morning, and starts dropping bombs on them. Come on, come on. It's the Word of God. You start to, to read it, and you start to not only read it, but you have to live it. Because once you start to live it, and you're getting rooted in it, then peace of mind comes upon you. Come on, his, 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 we, we heard that His Word is bread, right? It's the bread of life. Come on, stop going, amen, and buying pan de dulce and all this other stuff. Just buy, get some bread of life, amen, hallelujah. Come on, you have to get up early in the morning and go to La Bonita, amen. You can have the bread of life right there in your house, hallelujah. Just open up the word of God, amen, and start munching on his bread. Come on, somebody. Get in, live, love his word, live his word, and you'll find peace of mind. Amen. Let's look for the final gift this morning. First gift was what? Forgiveness. Guilt. <laughs> what box did you find? Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. All right. You're the first to come up here. Amen. You need peace of mind. Hallelujah. <laughs> the first gift was what? Forgiveness. Hold him the box again, Anna. Show them, show them all what it is. Give her the box, amen. <laughs> the first gift is forgiveness. Second gift, peace of mind. Third gift. Where's the third gift? What do you think it is? What do you think the third gift is? Of course, there's a lot of gifts, church. What do we think it is today? What do you think it is? <laughs> Come on, text it out there online. What's the gift? What's the last gift? Love? That's a good gift. What else? Joy. Joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, you forget you guys. <laughs> oh, my wife's joy. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> That's all I get. I didn't I you jump in. <laughs> it's one of the Advents, Joy, but I'm going to give you another one. Peace of mind is one of them, but it's not the gift. Well, there it is. It's right here. Who wants to open the last gift? You stood up the other time. You wanted peace of mind? Oh, you don't want this gift now? Okay. Come on. When you find the gift, you got to do what? You got to open it. So open the gift. Guilt's on back order for you, amen. <laughs> you might find that in 2023, amen. Eternal life. Come on. How many want eternal life? Amen. Come on, the last gift that God wants you to find this morning is eternal life. Listen, I'm going to give you another heavy revy. Ready for another heavy revy? All of us, say me, all of us, doesn't matter who you are, one day, listen, one day you're going to die. Can I give you, that's the truth, church. You want to hear truth? Because here we have real faith. For real change, but the truth is, we're all going to die someday. That's a fact. 
Amen. The other fact is you're going to spend more time in the life on the other side of death, listen, than this side of life. Listen, only a fool would go unprepared for something that they know is going to happen. Doesn't it make sense? It doesn't make any sense, church, that you know that you're going to die and not prepare for it. The world prepares a will for the loved ones that are left behind after they die, amen, which is a good thing to do. Something that me and my wife need to do next year is we need to start planning some things for our life, for our children, what, what, what may happen, amen. I, 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 ain't, I ain't going soon, guys. I'm hoping to live 90, 95, maybe 120. I don't know, amen. Imagine me at 120, amen. I wonder if I still have spikes, amen. I don't know. I don't know, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it doesn't matter, amen. My hair is going with me in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But, but, but come on, we, we, we're going to make some plans, amen. We, we, we need to do that. Amen. It makes good sense to, to store up a 401k and, and, and for your future. But also, as you get into an older, uh, it doesn't even matter if you're older or not, you should always prepare something because things happen. And if you have nothing in preparation, then the state takes it. And all, everything else gets their hands into it. And so we're not going to let that happen. But it's always good to do that. But the good news is, is that that's what Christmas is all about. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, for us, church. Not only to give us forgiveness and not only to give us peace of mind, but to give us eternal life. And even, knowing, even having eternal life... Through forgiveness, because we don't get in on our own perfection, we get in on his perfection, amen, and, and the forgiveness of God, amen, then the peace of mind is automatic. Peace of mind, I know I'm going to be with Jesus one day. So it kind of connects with each other, and so you got to understand here, that's what Christmas is about. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 117 says, God makes us ready for heaven when we put our faith in Christ to save us. The only one who finds We'll, uh, only one, uh, the only one who finds life will find it through trusting Christ. Amen. God gets us ready, church. He's preparing, listen, our eternal will. Come on, somebody. You can only find eternal life through trusting Jesus. Anybody want to trust Jesus? You got to trust him. Amen. You know what? I'm trusting him. I have peace of mind in him. I know that he has forgiven me of all my sins that one day I'm going to be with him forever. Come on, church. He even told his disciples, amen, I'm not leaving you as orphans. I'm going to send you a comfort, but I'm going to go prepare what a place for you that where I am, you'll be. He prepares. He goes, I'm going to prepare a mansion. I'm preparing a house for you. Amen. Come on. If he said it, it's going to happen. I believe that. I trust in that, that one day I'm going to see my Savior face to face. Amen. I'm going to see the one that redeemed me, who laid down his life for me, who shed his blood for me. Amen. One day I'm going to live forever with him, walking in the streets of gold. Come on, somebody. Walking the streets of gold. Amen. With my Savior forever. That's the real forever. Church. Hasta el fin. Por vida, eh? <laughs> it's forever, church. It doesn't run out. We say forever here, but it runs out here. The forever we're going is eternal, church. It's everlasting. Come on, I, 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 I know that my wife is my forever. 
That, that's my word for her right now in a season that we're in in our life, that she is my forever. With, with her, I can live forever. With her, she can get me through whatever forever. She's been there with me forever. <laughs> I mean, we're going on 38 years marriage. We've been together for another years on it, added to that, over 40 years together. She is my forever. I ain't going nowhere. I found my forever. Church, we found our forever with Jesus. Why would we go looking anywhere else when we already found the true forever, the true eternal life? You can't find it anywhere else. Don't let the devil confuse you by searching different books and different religions you found him. He's not religion. He's a relationship church. Come on, don't, don't, don't confuse the two. We have a relationship with God Almighty. And one day we're going to live with him forever. <laughs> okay, maybe they'll laugh over here. Forever. Ha, ha, ha. I got a big one. You can only find it through Jesus. Listen. God says, I will take your past regrets, your present problems, and I'll take your future fears. When you summarize all this into one word, church, it's called salvation, church. Come on, anytime you hear that God saved me, Jesus saved me, I just got saved, that means that God has cleared someone's past. He's taking care of someone's present situation, and he secures their future. Come on, somebody. Come on, you can't find this at any store. You can't find this under the Christmas tree on Christmas Day. You can only find it on the tree through the Savior that was on the cross, church. Our problem is we often don't really know what we're looking for in life. Now, be honest with yourself and don't even shout it out. When I asked you the question before, what is it that you want for Christmas? Is it lining up to anything right now? Is it? For some, maybe B. Maybe B. <laughs> for summers, they're like, oh, man, I got to throw my shoes away. <laughs> There's my sweater. Bye, sweater. <laughs> Come on. Did, were, were any of those, be honest, your gift that you said? Anybody say peace of mind? Really? Praise the Lord. You know, God will strike you right now if you did. You're lying. No, okay. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> that, really? That's cool. That's cool. How about forgiveness? Anybody wanted a box of forgiveness? Box of chocolate forgiveness? Hallelujah. <laughs> How about eternal life? We got that, huh? But sometimes we forget. Sometimes we know it, but we forget it. Just like we forget our first, first love. Come on, sometimes we got to be reminded of the season. He came to give us life, so why are we tripping? You know, we go through seasons or things, even sickness. You know, why are we tripping? He's going to take care of us. We're, we're, we're connected. He's forgiven us. And we're going to a place of no more sickness, no more crying to live eternal. That's our blessed hope, right? Even the ones that, that, have, that have gone already before us. They're the part of the Bible says the cloud of witnesses that are cheering for you. 
to say, you know what, keep on going because everything that was in that book, in that Holy Bible is true. And we're going to see Jesus face to face one day. Amen? See, our problem is we don't know where we're looking for life because we think we do, but we're not looking in the right places. We think we're looking for happiness, amen, and we try different things. We're, we're looking for love, but we look for all in all the wrong places and with all the wrong people. Come on, we're looking for success and security or, or some kind of purpose in life, amen. We're looking for all these things, but I'm here to let you know that only Jesus, somebody say Jesus, only Jesus can satisfy your life and your soul, amen. That's who you need to be seeking for this Christmas. Jesus truly is the reason for the season and really for all seasons, church. 1 John 5.20 says, Christ God's Son became, came to help us to understand and to find the true God. God sent Jesus to the earth to help us to understand this church. God sent Jesus to help us to, to point us to the true God. Amen. Come on, it's not found in Muhammad. It's not found in Buddha. Amen. Or any other name. It's only found through Jesus. Acts chapter 4, 12 says this. And there is salvation and no, no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men which, can, which we must be saved. It's only through Jesus. Jesus splits history in half, church. B.C., A.D., B.C., before Christ, A.D. in the land means the year the Lord was born or the year Jesus was born. He, Jesus, is the point of time, church. He's the reference point of time. This is where we, the world, church, base their history from. From Jesus. Come on, the world, the whole world really knows there is a Christ, church. Come on, you can be say you're atheist, you can say all this stuff, or you believe in this and that, but the world has made a decision already. It is Jesus, hallelujah, it's final, amen, A, 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 B, C, 80, it's, it's on Christ. The Bible says that Jesus came to seek and to save you, come on, he says, you didn't choose me, I chose you, I chose you before the foundations of the earth are in you, I'm going to bring you into my arms. He chose you, he seeks you, and then he comes to give you eternal life. And while you're seeking for other things, Jesus has been seeking for you. You know, I was with my son, and my son claims to be atheist. And so we went to the Raider game and had a great time with my son. My son is, I love my son. My, my son is crazy. He, 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 he just loves people. He'll, he'll get up and dance. He was dancing in front of the crowd, and they're like, go, Nick, go, Nick. I mean, the whole crowd loves him. The whole section loves my son. And he's a, he's a great guy with a great heart. But we go home and he asks me a question. And, and when he gets a little, little tipsy, he always asks deep things. And he tells me, you know, are you ashamed of me? And I said, why would I be ashamed of you? You know, no, well, I'm not ashamed, but aren't you ashamed that we didn't follow your footsteps? And I'm like, what do you mean? You're not a salesperson? <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that. Hallelujah. He goes, no, 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 about being a preacher man or something like that. I said, no. 
I said, I love you either way. I'm proud of you, son. Do I want you saved? Of course I do. I said, I'd be a fool to say I worry for your soul. And I say I love you, and I mention this because I want you to get saved. And I want you to go to heaven, not to hell. And I said, you, I'm, I, my, my troubles and my fears are for your soul, son. He goes, why do you have to worry about my soul, Dad? I, I'm, I got a great soul. You know, he's, he's just trying to make fun of it. And I said, oh, you got a great soul, church. I mean, son. But my thing is that you'll accept him one day. But you know what? I got a peace in my heart. Because God has given me peace of mind. That you know enough that when things start to crumble down in this world, that you're going to call on Jesus. That I know. And you can say whatever you want, son, but I know deep down that's in you because it was birth inside of you. And the outside is just nothing but just whatever the world is and wherever you're living at right now. But deep down inside, I have a peace that you'll call on Jesus. And he says, okay. And I said, okay. We kept watching the Christmas movie. But I love my son. I love my son. Do I, do I worry? Do I want him saved? Of course I want him saved. I don't want him to be a pastor. It's not my, my goal. My goal is for him to be saved. And I may not see it in my lifetime, but one day I'm going to hear him up in heaven and a bunch of angels are going to be around some person. Okay, go Nick, go Nick. <laughs> and that's going to be my son. Hallelujah. <laughs> And he's going to look at me and say, I made it, Dad. And I say, I know you did because I have peace of mind. Come on, somebody. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. It's another key, church, that you need to seek him with all your heart. This ain't, this ain't, we can't be part-times here, church. We cannot just be Sunday Christians or Wednesday Christians or whatever Christians are not coming to church Christian. We got we to gotta be in all the time, church. This is full time. This is what I choose. This is my life. This is your life. That's why we come here. That's why we gather. We gather in his name to seek him with all our hearts. We come here to seek him with all our hearts. We're not just coming here to, to gather. We're not coming here, just like I said, to get a star of attendance to God. We're here because we love the master. We love the savior. He saved us. He forgiven us. He gave a peace of mind and now he's giving us eternal life. These gifts, amen, that he wants you to find. Why will we not search him and come seek him with all our hearts? I'm here to let you know that you, somebody say I, you matter to God. Your problems matter to God. Your pain matters to God. All of you matter to God. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's where we're going to, church. You know, Sister Bloom says we have crossed over. And I don't think you understand what that really means, but I do. I do. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know, church, how prophetic that was. 
And you'll see soon what that meant. You're going to cross over from things from your old life to a new life right now. See, we've been saved, but we have not stepped in. Oh, I'm talking about a step in. I'm talking about a, a total change. I'm talking about, oh, like, like she said, you can't put your hands on it. My wife and I can't put our hands on it because it's, it's, not, it's not us thing. It's a God. It's a God thing. Amen. Well, what's about to happen is a God thing that he would choose this, this, this Mexican uh, ex-drug addict and all this other stuff that I was. Hallelujah. That now I've been forgiven. Hallelujah. Now gives me peace of mind. Amen. And gives me eternal life and says, I'm going to use you and your wife. Amen. In Las Vegas, this was not something that's just happened right now. This is something that took place over 22 years ago, church. Now it's just being unfolded now because he says, I gave you an oath, son. I spoke something over you, and it's about to be unfolded right here in this house, amen, because this is God's house. Whose house? God's house, amen. He's about to do something, amen. And so I'm going to take my hands. We're going to take our hands off of what God wants to do and he's preparing us for eternal life God wants you to look for this gift come on of forgiveness peace of mind and eternal life that's what he wants to give you this Christmas and if you seek him you'll find him and what better time to find him what better time at the end of a year to start a new year than Christmas church. What will you find this Christmas? Over 2,000 years ago, a shepherd, these shepherd boys sought for Christ and found him. Over 2,000 years ago, wise men sought for Christ and found him. Wise men today will still seek God, Christ. Amen. This Christmas, let's be wise men and women that will seek Christ because if you seek, then and only then will you find church. If you seek this Christmas, you'll find, listen, a deeper, new understanding of God. Listen, classes of the armory is to remind you once again of our foundation, our base of Christ. These classes we offer to help you, to remind you of a Savior that comes to deliver us. To don't forget or forsake your first love. See, being saved is not being busy, church. Being saved is having that love for God. And through that love, it, it takes us to do what we need to do. Not because we have to, or somebody assigned it to us. We do it because we simply love to. This outreach is not, oh, out. no, I'm all out there because I want to share the love of God because he gave me some gifts that I know that other people out there can use them. They need them. And you can offer that to them. We have so many things that God has given us. It's not to be kept as a secret. It's to be given out. To pass down to generations and generations. To our children and our children's children. About what we found. That this that we have does not die. It died for 400 years at one time. It's not going to die today because there's, there's a revival coming, church. There's a revival coming that's worldwide. 
and we are part of it. This little church that's on the corner, in the corner, is part of what God's master plan is for all the earth. And we are part of that. Come on, hallelujah. God does not just look how big it is. God is looking for the big people in it. And I know that we got some big people in this place. Not physically, Xavier. <laughs> but you guys got big hearts. You got big hearts that believe. Remember? When he says, go, go find the next king. And he told them, don't look at the presence. Don't look at his, how big he is. Don't look at the outward appearance, but look at the what? The heart. Instead of picking the big sons, they picked a little runt that was out in the, in the fields tending his father's sheep, doing what he loved to do. That's the person that he picked. And guess what? We're that little boy church. But God looks at our hearts and says, I'm going to use that little church on the corner who I picked to go. And they're, no t they're not talented. And I don't got all these scholars. I don't got all kinds of degrees on my walls. But I got Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. I got Jesus in my heart. That's all I need. And then I got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That makes me even more powerful than that. So I just take my hands off the wheel and say, God, you lead it and I'll go. You gave me a mouth to speak, I'll speak it. You tell me where to go and I'll put my, hand, my feet on there because you said wherever I put my feet, I can claim it. And so when I go to preach at other churches, I go stand in the authority, not a, of, of anything else than me. I stand in the authority of God. I stand, God sent me. God sent me to preach this word to you. God sent me to do what I need to do. Yeah, hallelujah. Praise the Davin finally got it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's all stand up this morning.